Hey everyone, Dr. Pat and I would personally like to invite you to join us in our Grow My Baby program. This is week-by-week pregnancy and birth information developed from our experience of helping more than 4,000 women grow and birth their babies. All our links are on our website, growmybaby.com.au. If you're trying to get pregnant or you are pregnant and you feel a little bit overwhelmed by all you need to know, then this is the right podcast for you. Welcome to the show. I'm Bridget Maloney. And I'm obstetrician Dr. Patrick Maloney. And this is The Kick, your expert-led podcast that delivers the essentials of growing a baby. Make sure you head to our website, growmybaby.com.au, to get some awesome free tools like our Pregnancy Knowledge Checker to help you feel like you got this. Welcome, everyone. This is episode 10, and today we are going to be talking all about the whooping cough, and we talk about some of the common misconceptions about who needs a whooping cough vaccine and why we still need a whooping cough vaccine, actually. So, Dr. Pat, there is a lot of confusion out in Dr. Google about whooping cough, isn't there? There is. The confusion starts right at the start. This is the pedant in me, how to say it. The W is silent, so it's whooping cough, everybody. Yeah. Um, so, people still ask me about whooping cough, and I, I can't answer that without laughing at you. So, <laughs> oh, that's a terrible thing to say. So, laughing with you. So, it's yes, whooping cough. Yeah. Whooping cough, yes. I've actually never heard whooping cough, someone with whooping cough. It's absolutely freaky. So adults with whooping cough don't get the whooping sound. In adults, it's just a mild to moderate cough and you don't feel that sick, which is why it's dangerous because you don't think there's anything wrong no, with you. No, you don't think it's whooping cough then, yeah. yeah. So then you go and visit a baby and they can get a life-threatening illness from you. But when a baby gets whooping cough, the true whooping cough makes us sound like whoop. Oh, no way, really? Yeah, and that's what that's what a hoop is supposed to be. Yeah, wow. um, it's not a cough like you and I would cough. And it's uh, it's an, a very eerie and strange sound, one that would only be made by a very sick baby. Oh, my God. And what are the signs and symptoms of whooping cough for a baby? Well, I guess it's possible for it to be a mild illness, but we're talking about the babies that get very sick from whooping cough. So whooping cough is a microbe called pertussis, and if you get badly infected with whooping cough, a baby might have a pneumonia with apnea, you know, periods where they're not breathing, vomiting, a very sick baby that's losing weight, not feeding properly, and then a more systemic illness that might involve seizures, intensive care, admission, periods of prolonged low blood pressure that can affect the function of other organs. This is called sepsis and damage to other organs, including the brain. And this is all the setting in which it can be fatal. Yeah, wow. And this really just is for very young babies, isn't it? If you're an adult or if you're a teenager or something, you don't sort of have those symptoms. That's right. So so you're at most risk as an infant. Yeah, wow. And it seems like something that perhaps they had in the the dark old ages, but, you know, it's still around, isn't it? It's still prevalent. Yeah, so these are the things that back in pre-medical times and even in pre-vaccination times was just part of being a human being. You know, infectious disease was a really common way to die. And, and that was presumably back then terribly sad, but an accepted part of life. You just had more babies. Well, they did, you know, um, that people would not expect all their children to survive infectious diseases. And in times of uh, epidemics, it, you know, these were, this was presumably a, just a, you know, a source of, of worldwide misery. Mm. These days, we just don't expect children to die of infectious disease. 
unfortunately, the germs that cause it are still around. Mm. Yeah, I did look up the stats. In um, 2016, there were 20,000 cases of whooping cough in Australia. Um, and we know that because it's what they call a notifiable disease. So the, the government keep yep. really good stats on, on whooping cough. Yeah, so a notifiable disease, if you get that disease, the doctor has to send a de-identified report of that to the government authorities. Yeah, right. Uh, so we tend to know exactly how many people have been diagnosed with a certain condition Yeah, if it's reportable. And so, you know, we on average still have about 10,000 to, they say 10,000 to 40,000 um, cases a year of whooping cough. So that's significant and it is and a lot of those will be um will be adults who have a prolonged cough that's longer than you would expect a viral cough to last and they have a throat swab or what have you and it turns out to be pertussis wow and that's what sort of makes me um anxious because i actually thought that even adults had that hooping sound or i've never heard it so i just assumed i'd never been exposed to it but if a if an adult is around your baby and they're coughing you know it's a potential that they could have hooping cough Potentially. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that has obviously, um, you know, uh, ramifications for the importance of remaining vaccinated. And one of the problems with vaccine uptake is the out of sight, out of mind issue. Mm-hmm. And also that pertussis vaccine it doesn't last forever. Okay. So how long does it last for? Well, around 10 years. So uh, that's why we sort of uh, recommend that for people who are going to be around a newborn baby who haven't had a booster in the last 10 years, that they should before that baby comes. Mm. So this is aunties, uncles, grandparents. Yeah. 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 So that's what's behind the recommendation you might have you might have had if your friend had a baby and they say, make sure you've had your vaccines before the, coming over to visit the baby. People are getting pretty serious about this. Mm. Mm. It's a real thing. Is it a new thing? No. We just take it a whole lot more seriously than we used to because the the community is quite rightly unwilling to accept the death of even a small amount of babies from a essentially preventable problem. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh. So for a pregnant woman, what what is her sort of routine around whooping cough? What does she need to do? So the issue for pregnancy is that... uh, It starts with the fact that it's not considered safe in general to vaccinate newborns against whooping cough until they get to the six to eight weeks of age where their first lot of vaccinations through the GP or the infant health providers um, starts up. So there's a gap between birth and the baby's first vaccines where they're non-immune and at risk. And what uh, we've tried over recent years is some various strategies to improve that situation. And the best one seems to be the one we're doing now, which is to give pregnant women an additional vaccination in the third trimester against Hupikov, even if they're already immune. Okay, so every single pregnancy, you need another whooping cough yes. vaccine. Yes, that's the current Australian recommendations. Why? Well, it's not to protect mum, it's to protect the baby. Yeah, so right. let's say mum's already immune, then she's not going to get it anyway. And in fact, high levels of vaccine-provided immunity amongst um, pregnant women in the first place is one of the great barriers to the babies getting it because who's the baby around most? The mum. Yeah. Yeah. So if mum gets pertussis, the baby's at high risk. So if mum never gets it in the first place, that's great. But if mum has a vaccination in the third trimester, uh, when we're vaccinated, we make a, a short-term version of uh, immunity, which can cross the placenta and give the baby partial protection. Yeah. So that baby will come out partially immune, and that may be enough to close that six, six to eight-week gap. And some people report that you know afterwards they can get a little swelling on the arm or a little bit of pain or redness, 
But do you see any other reactions from having the whooping cough vaccine? The simple answer is no. It seems to be extremely um, safe in terms of uh, local reactions or, or any other um, unpredicted um, reactions. You know, in Australia, we have a, a terrific um, system that collects any reports of adverse reactions to vaccines. And in fact, any reports of adverse reactions to any sort of medication. So we can be really confident that we're seeing what's genuinely out there. There's a great website called ausvaxsafety.org.au, ausvaxsafety.org.au, which um, has the reports on the adverse um, reactions to vaccination. And for the pertussis vaccine in pregnant women, they had 94.1% of people saying they had no reaction at all and 5.9%, that's everybody else, reported only some local pain and swelling at the injection site. Yeah. Oh, which, well, that's, that's good to know. Well, any, yeah. any injection could give you that. Yeah. So what we weren't seeing is, any, is anything more serious than that. Yeah. All right. Um, and I also looked up the cost. Uh, so for a pregnant woman in Australia, they will get the vaccine for free just yep. from their GP. And it's through GPs, yeah, that's yeah. right. So it's the general practices that have got the vaccine fridges with the with the thermometer uh, temperature control, make sure that the vaccines don't go off, all of those sort of things. Yeah, because we don't keep them at our clinic. No, no, no. it'd be nice because we're seeing them all, you know, all mm. women who need it, but uh, w w the infrastructure's with the GPs. Yeah. Yeah. So eligible, you know, pregnant woman's free. Yeah. And for dads... Or significant partner or partners. Partners. Yeah. It, it's it's funded in some states. Yeah. Is that right? Some states. Yeah, yeah, some states. So in Victoria I found out that it was funded and South Australia, I think, but I think New South Wales the partner or the um, guardian, they have to pay. Yeah, right. So and it's then, something to talk to your GP about really. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and for everybody else, close friends, uncles, aunties, grandparents who are gonna be around the baby a fair bit, it's for forty five bucks. Yeah. So a booster is 45 bucks. Yeah, and it's just worthwhile doing it, isn't it? Um, you know, I think that's that's the thing. This is a very short um, episode because what we find is that a lot of people are talking about whooping cough and they're talking about, well, what do we do about our visitors who are coming to visit the baby? Mm. Just tell them to get a booster. Yeah. Um, and then just tell the people that have got a persistent cough or a cough that they can't come back until uh, that cough's gone. Yeah, you got to stay at home. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And this is something that's changed a little bit and it's a matter of the etiquette. Yes. Is changing. Yes, it is. Yeah. So I had a patient the other day, a woman in, in her 60s, say to me that her daughter was having a baby and the daughter had emailed her friends and said, you can't come yeah. <laughs> over if you're sick or if you haven't had a whooping cough booster. And the mum thought that the daughter might have been overdoing it. And what did I think? Yeah. And I said, no, I don't, I mean, I don't think that that's inappropriate. And also the etiquette has changed. Yes. So, you know, maybe 10 years ago that would have been weird. It isn't now. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. And and, and there is a little bit of talk also about things like kissing the baby and stuff like that. Like yeah. people's people's attitudes to that are definitely changing. They are. So it's nice to kiss a baby. But if you've got a cold sore and you kiss a baby, that can cause an extremely serious illness in mm. that baby. Yeah. Just give the baby a cuddle if that's what the mother has yeah, allowed absolutely. you to do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's right. And take the cues from the parents. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. Listen to the parents. Yeah. yeah. Even if you happen to disagree, it's their baby. Yeah. <laughs> Don't uh, take off with the baby thinking that you, you know better. That's for sure. That's right. All right. Well, uh, Dr. Pat, I think that's what we needed to cover with whooping cough. Next episode, we're going to be talking about normal baby movements. Uh, now, if you've liked this episode and other episodes that you've listened to, please leave us a review. It really helps us spread the news to other soon-to-be mums. Bye for now. See you next time.